0: There, thanks so much for joining me on this edition of the Chalene Show. Where today we're going to talk about our fear of aging. Now, as I did my research for this episode, I learned, and I don't mean to generalize, but typically speaking, more women are obsessed over or fear or dread aging. Women and gay men. So maybe this episode is for both of us, but isn't it for all of us? Every one of us wants to be immortal. We we want to live to be as old as we can but we also we don't want to feel old because there's so many things associated with that and we don't want to look old because looking old is associated with feeling old and there's all these societal norms that we hold around the idea of aging but especially for women so much of the fear centered around aging pertains to our attractiveness you're going to like this episode it's going to have you feeling much better i promise it's going to have you feeling much better about the inevitability. Because y'all, I don't care how old you are, you're aging. And that is a good thing. True story. We celebrated Father's Day this weekend. My parents were in town. It was my dad's birthday. Sierra and Roman, her fiance, were also here visiting with us. And as they were leaving, Sierra called my phone. I'm like, what'd you forget? And she said, well, I don't have any Organifi immunity. Do you have any Organifi immunity? So I'm like, yeah, totally. So went into my cupboard. Guess what? We'd run out. She was not happy. But I was able to give her an extra container of my Pure, which is such a loving thing of her mother to do, because that's the one thing I have to have in my water every single day. So Organifi products are a big part of my family's daily health routine. Sierra uses Immunity in her water every day, I use Immunity and Pure in my water every day, except right now I am out of Immunity. I just ordered some last night. The reason why I love Pure is for the brain health. It's got 11 superfoods in it. It's 100% USDA certified organic. It's clinically proven to boost BDNF, brain drive neurotropic factor, up to 142%. What does that mean, Shalene? Sounds like a big fancy word. It is, it just, it means that you're able to think more clearly. It helps your memory, it helps you to be sharp and helps you to be less forgetful. Immunity does exactly what you would think it does but they've got so many different products like a greens juice, a red juice. Organifi Harmony is specifically formulated to diminish the side effects of PMS. They have tons of nutritional solutions for whatever it is you're trying to improve with regard to your health But what I love about Organifi is almost all of their products are something you mix with water. So, and they taste delicious. I mean, how many more supplements do you, and pills and capsules, can you choke down per day, right? Like, we're all supplementing, but if you can supplement in a way that you actually look forward to it and it tastes delicious, that's a win win. That's why we love Organifi. And they're also giving you 20% off all of their products when you use code Shalene. Okay, I'm going to spell this for you and I'm going to give you the domain name. It's Organifi, organif com forward slash Shaleen. Again, Organifi.com forward slash Shaleen. And to get 20% off, you want to use the code Shaleen. 20% off, all their products are great. You'll love them, you'll thank me later. As I often do, I started my research out for this episode with a poll to my Instagram followers. And I said, ladies only, when you think about aging, who do you most worry about or think about how they view you? Other women or men? And at the time of this recording, almost 70% of my respondents said that they worry more about what other women think of them. Isn't that crazy? 70%. Now, I have to imagine, this is just an assumption, that if you're single and you're interested in finding a mate that, Maybe you're thinking then about how the opposite sex views aging. That might be true. But it just was pretty interesting to see that over 70% of my audience, you know, and that's at the time that I'm recording this, over uh, 4,000 people had responded. So that's that's a pretty good sample. Over 70% of the women who responded said when they think about worrying about aging, it's other women's opinions that they're concerned with. Isn't that fascinating? Because most of the podcast, most of the social commentary, the videos, the articles, etc., that I've read on this subject tend to place the blame squarely on the shoulders of the men. Like it is because men desire younger, more attractive females, because men view younger women, more youthful women as more attractive. But if 70% of women are more concerned with what other women think, then is it really the guy's fault? Is it society's fault? Is it advertising and marketing? And if it is advertising and marketing, who's buying those products that are telling us youth is better? It's us. It's the women. It's the ladies. It's the girls. We are the ones who are obsessed with looking younger. We are the ones who are more often likely to comment on a woman's looks and whether she looks old or whether she's aging. I I don't hear men doing that as often. And listen, I'm not saying that all women do this. And I'm certainly not saying that men never do it. But I, I do think we have to start with ourselves and think about the reality that we've created and how we can shift that reality. So let me say this first. If you have decided that aging sucks and that you're going to be invisible or less attractive, you will be. If you've decided that as you age, you're going to be able to do less and people aren't going to find you as interesting or you won't have as much value, that, my friends, will be your reality. So let me give you a small dose of tough love and some encouragement because you can change this. There is absolutely no reason why you need to feel depressed or anxious or to dread the aging process. That's in your mind. You have the ability, and it is in fact your responsibility to change the way you view aging. And it starts with the story that you're telling yourself. It starts with the message that you're repeating over and over and over in your head. And it doesn't matter whether you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, or 80s, this may be true for you. When I went to YouTube to research what people are saying on the subject, I was shocked at how many videos on fearing the aging process, were made by women in their 30s. And seeing people comment on women who are in their 30s, wow, I hope I have your confidence when I'm your age, like as if being in your 30s was old. But I guess it's all relative, because I certainly remember when I was in my, you know, late teens, early 20s, thinking that 30 was old, that 40, you'd be done. And by 50, I mean, you're just a grandma. It's just crazy how none of that is true. And I I wish I had access to the things today then that I do now. Like So for example, when I look at, I'm not afraid now to be 70 or 80. And in the past, I had been. And the reason why is because I didn't have a vision of what it could look like. I didn't know that there were women in their 70s who were still doing strength training and looked healthy and fit and cool and were still wearing like cool outfits and had this like swagger about them. I I didn't know that. Today, I do. So I'm encouraged because I have role models for myself who are in their 60s and 70s and 80s. The first thing I have to tell you is you need to get new role models. Having role models who are older than you and you find them to be attractive and youthful and vibrant, and something to aspire to, that's going to help you embrace this process.
1: My name is Lauren Rasky. I am 34 years old. And I think when I was younger, I thought that people in their 30s were a lot older than what I feel right now. But I feel like things are definitely better than I expected. I Mostly because of my confidence. When I was younger, I was definitely not as confident as I am in my 30s. I'm a lot less worried about what people think, both about my personal decisions and how I live my life, but also about how I look. When I was in my 20s, I wouldn't be caught dead wearing a crop top to work out, and I wear them all the time now. And while my stomach is definitely not as flat or the skin's not quite as tight as it used to be when I was younger before I had kids, I feel like I'm so much more appreciative of my body and what it's been through and what it's capable of and how strong it is as I've gotten older. And to kind of go hand in hand with that, I feel like I'm so much less puffy. Like my face is so much less puffy than it was when I was younger. And I think it's because I really value my health. And as I've gotten older, I've learned a lot more about how to take care of myself better. And I also think that I have a lot of good role models and. They've, I've seen them get older and they seem to get better with age and happier and more confident with age. So that gives me hope that things will continue to get better as I get older too.
0: Throughout today's episode, I'm going to share with you voicemail messages from women in their thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, and seventies. These are my girlfriends. I've asked them to share with me something that they absolutely love even more today than they did when they were younger something that maybe if they were to go back and tell their younger self, hey, you're going to like this even more when you get older, that their younger self would be shocked. And so you get, you get to hear some of these messages, and, and I want that to encourage you. But here's something else I want you to think about. So much of our beliefs around aging and, and the story that you're telling yourself is because of what we're seeing in in marketing, right? If If you look at most advertisements, most ads are... Young women, women in their mid 20s, even their late teens. Now, think about yourself in your late teens and early 20s. I don't think that there's a woman listening who's beyond 25 who doesn't feel as though she is far more secure and sexier and more and happier today than she was in her 20s. I was Pretty confident in my late teens and 20s, I would say, but it doesn't even hold a candle to how I feel today. And right now, if I ask you to think about the women who you would most want to be, I doubt you're going to pick somebody, sorry, that's in their 20s. And the reason why has nothing to do with appearance, but it kind of has everything to do with appearance, because the thing that we notice that makes others attractive is confidence. Think about your significant other right now, or imagine that you're single. If you were single, or if you are single, I guarantee that you would not find an individual attractive, no matter how flawless their skin was, or thick their hair is, or thin their waist is, you would not find them attractive, or big their muscles are if it's a guy, you wouldn't find them attractive if they were insecure. We don't find insecurities attractive. But insecurity and confidence are difficult things to portray accurately in social media and in marketing. But we know it when we see it. We know it when we're around it and it's attractive. We want more of it. We want to, it, makes us feel safe. It makes us feel more secure. It makes us feel comfortable. Beauty doesn't make us feel comfortable. Beauty doesn't make us feel secure. In fact, it's the opposite. So why are we so obsessed with having the thing that really doesn't matter that much. Now, I'm not suggesting for a moment that you need to give up on your looks at all. I think, to be honest, I think I'm prettier today than I was in my 20s and 30s. I think, like Lauren said, my face is less less puffy. A lot of times people will say, have you had a nose job? Because when I post pictures of myself from my 20s, my face was just fuller, you know? And I like that. I like that my face is thinning out. I like the shape of my legs today better than I did in my 20s, 30s and even in my 40s. I spend more time strength training, so I I love the shape of my legs. I I think I'm more confident in my appearance today because I'm more confident with the way I put on my own makeup. Like I look at pictures of myself in my 40s and I don't long to look like that again. I don't I don't think I looked very attractive. I think I think I look more attractive today and I think it has a lot to do with my confidence. I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I've, you know, in my uh, late 40s and 50s figured out how to put on my makeup. Like, I like the way I like the shape, my eye shape hasn't changed. But I've changed the way I put on my makeup. And I like the way it looks I, I like the way I look. And there are certain things that, you know, maybe I don't love the fact that my skin is crinkly. But it's not as bad as I thought I was going to feel about it. And I feel so much more informed about how to care for my skin and how to how to work with my skin. Listen, it is what it is. My heritage is Scottish-Irish. My skin is translucent. It always has been. But now I'm wise enough to know that I need to stay out of the sun. And if I want it to look even, then I can use Sally Hansen. (laughs) It's like the Sally Hansen like leg makeup almost. It's almost like a lotion but it's tinted and it just smooths out the appearance of my legs which is so much faster, so much easier and I think it looks so much nicer than the years I spent damaging my skin by tanning it. Now I care for it. I never had a skincare routine for my face. Never. Never. Nine times out of 10, I just went to bed with my makeup on and whatever like came off on the pillow came off on the pillow like I didn't, I didn't think about retinol. I didn't think about moisturizing. I didn't think about caring for my face. And so I don't know if I'm delusional, but I think my skin looks better today than it did when I was much a much younger age. And I know I'm not the only one. It's April, and I'm 45 years young, and I love my skin. I didn't used to love my skin, but I made a decision a couple years ago to actually nurture it, moisturize it, and do all the things, and I can actually say I love my skin. April, as she said, is 45 years old, and you know I asked her to keep her message short, but I can tell you this about her too. She's really embracing her feminine side. Like She got a, a femininity coach just before her 45th birthday, she flew somebody to Las Vegas to teach her how to master pole dancing and had a pole put in her living room. She is so comfortable with her body and her feminine side, her sexuality. She's so comfortable in her own skin that when you're around her, you're just attracted to her. You're attracted to somebody who feels that way, because you, you can feel it, it makes you feel more confident, It makes you feel more relaxed. I mean, she's, that's one of the reasons why I was attracted to her is because you can just tell she is completely comfortable in her own skin that she feels beautiful, which makes you feel beautiful, which makes you when you can tell somebody else accept, accepts themselves, it makes you want to accept yourself. I didn't know her in her thirties, but I have to. Um, I can't imagine her being more confident than she is today. And by the way, being confident with your body doesn't mean you you have to accept everything that is. I mean, I've done cosmetic procedures. I've talked about them. I've had uh, breast implants. I have had my ear lobes shortened. <laughs> I have done fillers and Botox, and I don't do those things because I am trying to fight aging. I'm. I love that I can. I am old enough. And I've worked hard enough that I can afford to do those things. And it's fun. I don't want to look younger. I want to look the way I feel. Does that make sense? Like, I'm not trying to look the way as I did when I was in my 40s, as I said. I'm just trying to enhance. It's fun. It's like wearing makeup. Like, I don't want to change my appearance, but I like, I enjoy taking care of me I personally think that we've got to stop putting stigma around any type of cosmetic procedure or judging other women saying that they are not embracing the aging process because they're doing those things. Because you can be 19 years old and want a nose job that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with aging. It's just you sometimes want your outside to reflect your inside. So if you want to get your butt enhanced, if you want to have your breasts reduced or enlarged, if you've got stretch marks and you hate them, well, then fix it. Who cares? Like, why are we so judgmental of women who've decided to go gray or women who've decided to keep their hair dark? They, they feel their best. If their hair is darker and they don't go gray, that's fine. And some women and some men feel more attractive, feel more confident when they allow their hair to go fully gray. It's an individual thing.
2: Maya Barron's age 78. When I was young, I had long, thick, very dark brown hair. And I didn't appreciate it because it was neither curly enough nor straight enough. And that kind of is how I saw everything about myself. And it's taken a lot of work and a lot of years. But I have... Short. Gray, actually very silvery hair. and I love it. And I used to be. Amazingly, horribly critical of my body. And I tell younger people that they need to learn to accept their body because it's going to change like crazy. So I have the crepey skin. And the fluffy body. and I love myself and I love my body. And I will say that I was helped very much by having a wonderful, beautiful husband for over 30 years who saw me as perfect, whatever my weight was, however I looked. And that was a beautiful mirror. And I find, although he's gone almost six years, it has stuck. I still feel good about myself and my looks and my hair and my stomach and the whole deal.
0: I love that woman. Once my grandmother's hair went gray, she continued to dye it a golden blonde all the way up into her 90s. And it wasn't until I think probably like 91 years old that she just let it go fully gray. And she was surprised that she loved it. She really did. I remember her calling or me calling her and her telling me like, oh, it's really cute. You should see it. It wasn't about her trying to look younger. It was her taking care of her appearance. And it was almost quite by accident that when she let it go gray that she was like, oh, this is cute. Embrace all of your flaws, etc." And I, I just want you to know you can't do that wrong. Because sometimes the messaging would make you believe that it means you don't love yourself if there's something you want to improve or change about yourself. And I just think that's ridiculous. Like if if you want to wear mascara, that doesn't mean that you hate your eyes. It means you want to enhance them. So I don't think we should guilt each other or shame each other or judge each other or assume that you're not accepting of yourself if you want to make changes or improvements. I love my house, but I might want to redecorate it. But you should not feel like you're fighting aging because you want to take care of your own appearance. The same way you were taking care of your appearance when you were in your 20s. You cared about your appearance when you were in high school. I think the worst thing we can do is to stop caring. Every year you have the ability to be more confident and confident is going to make you attractive. There's also this crazy stereotype that as women age or as they age, Approach menopause that they are going to be less sexual, that they're going to feel less sexual, or that they will be less sexually desirable. And y'all, nothing is further from the truth because what makes somebody attractive, again, is confidence. And what makes you a more sexual being is feeling confident. So that means, ironically, as you age, you are likely to become more sexual and more sexually attractive.
1: Hey, my name is Barbara Brodowski and I'm 54 years old. And one of the most
0: surprising and the best parts of aging for me is my ability
1: to have an orgasm and have them often and I think when you're younger and you're raising kids and you don't understand how your body really works or or how
0: it happens or why it happens the older you are you understand a lot more how to make it happen when to make it happen how often you can make it happen it's such a gift and when you're younger I don't think you understand all those things at least I didn't anyway so Maybe this is just me, but I really think that the ability to have an orgasm when you're older is (laughs) mind-blowing. Barb, I was not expecting that. I just played it to record it without even listening to it first, so that was such a fun treat to hear that. I I completely agree. I'm stuttering over my words. She's got me blushing, but not really, because it's so true. You just, oh, my gosh, sex is a thousand and ten percent better every year. No joke. like it, there's no comparison sex in and by the way, mine's all been with the same man since I was twenty one years old. But 20s, 30s, 40s, no comparison to how good it is today. And I think that it has a lot to do with it, right? Like, I just think about how insecure I was about my body, which is so dumb. That's the other funny thing is like, the times when you should be secure about your body and your age and your youth, and you're you're just perfect, you don't realize it. And that's God's way, in my opinion, of being fair, because as you age, you're going to feel more attractive. You're going to be more in tune with your body and you can enjoy it and your confidence is going to be there. You can't enjoy sex if you're not confident. You just can't. So Barb, thank you for pointing that out. That reminds me. I did a business trip with uh, my friend Erin, and she told me about a book that every woman has to have. I'm listening to it right now. I haven't finished it yet, but it's called Come As You Are, and it's about women's sexual health and like pretty much everything you need to know about your body, but like, kind of from a sexual standpoint, it's the things your mom didn't tell you, it's the things your girlfriends didn't tell you, it's the things you just don't know, you certainly didn't learn in health class. And it's not just about sex, but it's like about everything. It's about understanding your body and how it works. And I think that's a really, so far, I'm only halfway through it, but I I highly recommend it. And it's just in perfect alignment with what Barb just shared with us. Listen, if you are struggling right now, with the fact that you're changing. I don't care how old you are. You can be in your 20s. As I mentioned, I watched YouTube videos from women in their early 30s who were talking about the struggle of aging. I'm like, oh, you little fetus. You tiny little fetus. What are you even talking about? And ironically, under those videos of 30-year-olds, there were women, girls in their late teens and 20s saying, wow, I hope I look as good as you when I am your age, like as if 30 was ancient so even those kinds of comments they can get in your head and make you wonder like am i old recently i, I went live on instagram and there was you know there's always some troll on there and some troll in there was like wow Shaleen, looking really old and i thought well, you know when was the last time they saw me i'm not looking old i look amazing you wi- you wish you wish you look this good at this age i don't care what you think or what if you're trying to get a rise out of me i have to remind myself That people are making that comment to a 30-year-old. So even if I looked 30, somebody might still be making that comment. That's their lack of awareness, their lack of understanding, their lack of purpose. That's the other thing. I often will hear women say, like, you know, I feel invisible. I feel invisible to the opposite sex, or I feel invisible to people. I can't imagine that. And this is just my opinion. If you feel invisible, it's because you don't have a purpose other than your appearance. If you know your value, you don't worry about whether people are looking at you. In fact, people will look at you if you're confident. You can be 75, 85 years old. If you have confidence and you're wearing it, you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about. You've, you've seen that woman who's put together and you've noticed her. I don't care what age she is. You've noticed her and you've probably even paid her a compliment. And that is because she is wearing her confidence. She's wearing her purpose. She couldn't be invisible if she tried. If you feel invisible, it is because you haven't taken the steps that God has placed in front of you to step into his purpose to find meaning for your life. And you need to stop looking for that and waiting for that to show up at your door. You need to stop wondering what it is and just figure it out for yourself and make it happen. It could be volunteering at the local homeless shelter or caring for somebody else, but you can't be invisible if your life has purpose. So if you feel invisible, what you're really saying is, I don't feel like I have value. Because regardless of what you look like, when you know your life has value, when you know your life has purpose, which it does, just for whatever reason, you don't believe that right now. But when you recognize that, when you embrace that, you will no longer feel invisible. You will feel invincible. But as Maya mentioned in her message, this takes work. Your brain creates your reality. Like what you're thinking about most often is that becomes your reality. Every time you look in the mirror, you're saying to yourself, oh, my eyelids are hooded or my my hair is thinning, my neck is sagging or I don't look beautiful, I, I look unattractive, no one's gonna look at me, I, I feel ugly, I feel overweight. Like Whatever it is you're telling yourself, that is 1,000% your reality. I'm not denying that that's what you're experiencing. It is what you're experiencing. But what I'm suggesting is that your mind is fixated on that and you have the immense power To change your reality, but you're going to have to reprogram the way that you think. Your brain isn't static. Your brain has neuroplasticity. It has the ability to change and brain cells are constantly and continually being remodeled and reorganized and you can change your thoughts. You can change your experiences just based on what it is you're spending the most time thinking about. Because if mentally you're rehearsing the idea that you're losing your looks, you're losing your value, you're becoming invisible or you're less attractive or no one's gonna find you attractive, then that's what you're rehearsing and you're literally rehearsing that into reality. Where we place our attention, what we place our attention on and for how long we place it there begins to take hold from a neurological standpoint. Like Our brains become aware of these things and they can begin to serve as our reality, both negative and positive. Hi, my name is Cindy Harkar. I'm 71 years old. And two things that I would be surprised by as from a young girl would be, one, that I would get married at 41 and be married 30 years and still be so happy both my husband and i are strong alpha males and we are very content with each other relaxed and absolutely love our life probably the second thing would be that i'm prettier now than i was as a young girl i have just grown into myself and feel comfortable in my own skin and I have just gradually grown into myself. I'm content, I'm happy, and I feel really, really blessed. So I love my life. So thanks, Shalene, for asking what I think. I think it's really important that each one of you, especially if this is something you're struggling with, you need to have a role model at each decade. You need to have a role model who's in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s, in their 70s, and in their 80s and you need to regularly look at them, and you need to recognize the things that are beautiful about them. Notice that you don't care that they have wrinkles. I have a strong suspicion that the role models you will select, you will select them not because they look young, but because they appear to have a youthful energy. Energy is freaking everything. I mean, that's why I have girlfriends who've left messages for this podcast who are in their 70s, who are approaching eighty who are in their 30s and their 40s and their 50s. I have girlfriends who are every age because it's a youthful energy that I'm attracted to. It's not necessarily a youthful appearance. I do tend to be attracted to women who care for themselves, who care about the way they look, because I think that says something about the way they feel about themselves. I don't wanna hang out with somebody who doesn't care about the way they look because that to me says they don't care About themselves. I I care about myself. I care a lot about myself. I like the way I look and I work at it. It's fun. I enjoy it. I enjoy picking out clothes. I enjoy dressing in a way that tells people before I say anything a little bit about who I am. I don't dress to appear young, but I do dress to give people the impression that I know what's going on. I know what looks good on me and I don't have to worry about what the trends are or what women my age, how they are dressing. I don't think about those things. I just think about like, is this cool? Is this cool? And do I feel good in it? Does it feel appropriate for me? Not based on society standards. Like, you know, I'm not wearing a skirt that is as short as it once was because I don't feel confident in it. Now, if I had Heather McDonald's legs, This is another podcaster. I love her. And she's in her, I think she just turned 50. And she wears like super short shorts and super short skirts. And if I had her legs, I would be doing the same thing. It has nothing to do with age. It's what do you feel confident in? What do you feel you look your best in? Because that exudes confidence and that is attractive. But having your own style is a big piece of feeling attractive and being confident. When you have your own style and it says something about who you are and what you stand for, that also is going to boost your confidence. And yeah, styles may change as your body changes. You're not wearing the same clothes immediately, unless you're like some freak of nature, immediately after you have a baby that maybe you did before you had your baby. you The clothes that you're wearing and how you wear them may change based on whether you're taking care of your health and fitness or maybe you've gained weight, or maybe your weight has shifted to different areas. So what? Just dress in a way that makes you feel confident, and that makes you attractive. Okay, my last and final tip for you is this. Get on TikTok, YouTube, and or Instagram. Personally, I love TikTok for this. And search for the hashtag, hashtag over whatever age you are. So if, if you're 40, I want you to type in over 50. If you're 50, I want you to type in hashtag over 60. If you're 60, I want you to type in over 70. And what you will see is content from women who are rocking it, who are 10 years older than you, It's going to inspire you. It's going to change your reality because it's going to change the way you think. Because when we change the way we think, we change our own reality. If prior to today, you have been feeling depressed and down and complaining about your age and worrying about and dreading the thought of aging, I need you to make a choice right now. Like this very moment, here's the choice you need to make. Do you want to continue to dread it, to fear it, to stress about it, to obsess about it? Or do you want to be excited about it, feel good about it, feel attractive, feel beautiful, and feel excited about what's next? Because beauty doesn't fade. Attractiveness doesn't fade. It just changes. So if you've made a decision right now that you're done obsessing, being depressed, worrying, and dreading aging, if you've made that decision, then you have to start feeding your mind with things that support that decision. It is your choice you have the power to do this, you have the ability to do this. And now hopefully you've got some tools to do it. I love you. And I'm excited to hear your messages. So here's what I'm going to ask you to do. Leave me a voicemail message. You can do this in a couple of different places. There's a phone number for you to text below if you're in the United States, where you can leave a voicemail message for me there. And I want you to tell me the one thing physically that you love about your body or about who you are today that, you know, you would have never guessed as a young girl that you would be here, that you would feel this way because it's getting better with age, all right? I want you to leave me that voicemail message. Tell me your name, your age, and how you're feeling about that thing. And if you don't want to leave um, a voicemail message at the text number below, you can also go to my website and just click on leave a message. There's a little widget on the podcast page. I will link to that in our show notes too. And you can leave me a voicemail message there. And I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear your voice. I want to hear your age. And I want to hear your enthusiasm. I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon.